Welcome to the Vibrant Living Podcast with Stacey Harmer. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm a certified holistic health and life coach and passionate about creating a vibrant life. We'll have conversations about nourishing your body, heart, mind, and soul, discovering your purpose and passion, and sharing your gifts with the world. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone who's left a review of this podcast on iTunes. This is a brand new show and it's so helpful in a new launch to gather reviews so others who could benefit will find it. This week's review comes from Marval. Very inspiring. Thanks for sharing your light, wisdom, and personal experiences. This podcast is very inspirational and informative. I can't wait to hear more and keep learning from you. Thank you so much, Marval. I appreciate that. My desire for this podcast is to have it inspirational and informative. And every single week, I will be giving you action items that you can implement in your own life. So thank you. Thank you. I'd be so grateful if you'd be be willing to help me spread the word by leaving a review so more people will have a chance to find it. Please share one takeaway that you've had as you've listened to any of these episodes. Thank you so much. This is episode four, Ripples of Influence. Thanks for tuning in today, my friends. I'm so grateful and honored that you're here. Today, I want to talk to you about something I call Ripples of Influence. In order to have a greater personal peace and outreach for good in my life, I found that it is crucial to keep my life in alignment. If you haven't listened to episode two, I go into detail in that episode of having a life aligned. When we are out of balance or out of alignment, life becomes a struggle. One of my greatest desires is to have peace. I also desire to do as much good as I possibly can, but I've learned through trial and error that I must keep myself in check. It is easy to lose focus or get off on a tangent and then realize we have drifted far from our original course. It is important to stay aligned with our priorities if we are meant to have peace in our lives. I've developed an analogy in my life to keep myself constantly in check as I move down any particular path. This is what I call ripples of influence. I'm going to start with the source. To illustrate this principle, imagine tossing a rock into a pond. What happens to the water? It creates ripples, right? Well, the larger the rock, the larger the ripples. The rock represents our source or higher power. It is because of that rock that the ripples are created in the first place. So in our personal lives, if we can keep our lives in alignment with God, we feel at peace and know that we are on the right course, which aligns with our values and priorities. Connecting with our higher power can be done in many ways. Some possibilities are prayer, meditation, journaling, reading scriptures, being in nature, whatever sings to your soul. The first ripple out from that rock represents self. This is not meant in a selfish way, but it is difficult to give out when we ourselves are depleted. You will fill your own bucket before you can share with another. When riding on an airplane, they tell you in in a case of emergency to grab your own oxygen mask and secure it before assisting children with theirs. This is a concept that sometimes is difficult. It's so easy to put the needs of our children, spouse, neighbors, school, before making sure our own needs are met to keep us healthy and strong. In my book, Seven Steps of Vibrant Living, I describe how to meet our personal needs in order to grow beautifully and to be able to really produce fruit and make a difference in the lives of others. 
It boils down to nourishing our bodies, hearts, minds, and souls on a daily basis. Like I, like always, I always bring it back to those four roots with self. Nourishing our bodies has to do with getting proper nutrition, good sleep, some exercise and adequate hydration. To nourish our heart means to focus on it and expand and open up our hearts. We can do this by not only giving acts of service and kindness, but also releasing negative emotions that might be holding us back and replacing them with peace, joy, forgiveness, love, and gratitude. Gratitude shifts everything in an instant. To nourish our minds means to learn and study and grow. It also means using our minds to create the lives we desire by focusing our thoughts, creating affirmations. You can even use a dream or vision board, among other things. Lastly, we need to nourish our spirits on a daily basis, like I mentioned earlier, and that's connecting with our higher power in a meaningful way. After the ripple of self comes the next ripple, which is the spouse, if you're married. We have high hopes and dreams when we marry our sweethearts, but with the demands of life, children, work, school, finances, that begin to consume our lives, our spouses often get put on the back burner if we're not careful. This may work in the beginning, but eventually not keeping things in alignment will result in dissatisfaction and frustration. The 40 to 50% divorce rate in this country shows just how often marriages do fall apart. And many of those who choose to remain married are dissatisfied in it. If you're going to spend your time and life with another individual, they and you deserve to make this a priority in your life. No one likes to simply exist or endure. That would drain all the energy and vitality out of life. Date nights have become a ritual in, our, in my relationship with my husband. Even though we may um, have many varied demands and responsibility, we try to set a time weekly to spend time as a couple. And sometimes it's just in, in our home talking or maybe going for a walk or playing a game, but other times it's going out and having fun and going to a movie or out to dinner, whatever it is. Another idea that has helped us is that we have created a love menu. We talked and then shared a list of items that would make us each feel loved. It's really enlightening to hear from your spouse the things that they would like or need to feel loved. Sometimes we just don't get it and we have different love languages and the love that we may desire to give just doesn't get through to the other person. Simply having a conversation about things that would make each other feel loved is a wonderful resource. My master's degree many years ago was focused on marriage and family relationships. For my thesis, I started a longitudinal study following couples to rate their marriage satisfaction. We started from before they were married and they, that study went on for 20 years. The bottom line is that the study was the more similar you are in backgrounds, beliefs, values, the greater your marital satisfaction. Well, what happens over time as we change as individuals or our beliefs change? Well, one of the things that have helped me is we have been trained as Gottman relationship leaders. And I think John Gottman is one of the most incredible um, marriage guru out there. But one tip that I'd like to share with you is he has these something called Gottman cards. And it's a free app. And you can just go to the app store and open it up. 
And what they have, they have different card decks. One of the card decks is on open-ended questions. And these are simply questions you can ask each other. And it's simply a matter of just spending time together, opening up, finding out what's inside of each other. Some of the question examples are, what in your life is most stressful right now? What do you need in a friend? What things are missing in your life? How have you changed in the last year? Just random questions, but sometimes it's so helpful to have this card deck to, to spark our, our imagination and bring up those questions. Just the idea of talking and sharing and opening up builds connection with each other. And it takes time and it's really worth it. My husband and I decided to carve out time um, in the evenings, usually around 9.30 at night after the kids are in bed, that we'll just have, even if it's a half hour, let's just come and connect and talk. So the next ripple out is for children in your family, okay? Nurturing this relationship is so important in our lives. It is easy to get caught up with the busyness and demands of life and not give this area the attention it deserves. Time is fleeting and our children grow up before we know it. We never know when something could happen or our precious children might be taken. I remember the morning that my sweet Olivia passed away so suddenly and unexpectedly. My heart broke into a million pieces. The thought that I wouldn't have more time with her on earth was devastating to me. I had tried to be the best mom I could, but I was also busy with the demands of life and my time. Oh, how I wished I could go back and take advantage of every moment I had with my daughter. One thing we've implemented in our home over the years is individual date nights with our children. When our older son, Christian, was in college, he shared a paper he had written about his favorite memories of childhood. The one thing that he loved the most was to have individual date nights with mom or dad. He said that this really made him feel special and important. With these relationships, it takes planning and calendaring or they just don't happen. Having a weekly family council has been a staple in our home. It's, we try to do it weekly, like, you know, we're not perfect. <laughs> we don't always, always do it every single week, but like I would say, progress, not perfection. But simply pulling out our calendars for the week and scheduling what is going on so everyone is on the same page is so helpful. Once again, if it isn't on the calendar, it likely won't happen. So a couple other ideas to, that you can do with your children is um, those same questions from the Gottman car deck. You can, sometimes when I'm just driving in the car and I want to talk, I'll just even look at a question and, and pose it to my child. It just helps me um, get some ideas. Another time, another thing that you can do is connect with your children at certain times of the day. Our lives are busy and full, but I really like that early morning time, you know, before they're off to school to do something meaningful when they get home, when I connect them right after school and in the evening. Um, of course, we're going to interact with them more than that. But those times, I try to make it deliberate. In the morning, I always carve out like the 15 minutes before they walk out the door. And that is our personal family time where we, I open it up, my either phone or scriptures, and we read um, scriptures. We watch an inspiring video. We have prayer. We give each other hugs. Um, after school, one of my favorite things to do is when I pick up my girls from school, ask this question, what were your glads and sads for the day? It's so simple, but it's a simple question that lets them open up and share about the day, all the good things and maybe some of the not so good things that happened that day. 
At bedtime, one of my favorite rituals over the years has been to plant a garden on their back. This is where the power of touch comes and it's so fun and playful that the kids just seem to love it. And if you don't have kids in your home, it's great for grandkids too. So when they're laying down, I just scratch their backs. Okay, I'm planting a garden, I'm getting the soil all ready. And then with my two fingers, I, I, I press down and I create the rows of the garden on your back. And then I ask them, what do you want to plant in the garden? Say it's carrots, whatever. So I then I press with my two fingers in the rows to plant the seeds. And now we need to cover up the seeds. So I pat their back and put, pretend to put dirt over all of the seeds and pat, 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 pat. Then we need the rain to make the carrots grow. So with my fingertips, I, I just rain on their backs and just, yeah, have those little fingertips raining on their backs. And then it's harvest time. And so we pluck up the vegetables <laughs> and with my fingers kind of pluck up the vegetables or carrots. Now we can eat them and then let's start again. And so we're gonna rototill the soil. So with my fingers, I like stir up the dirt, stir it, stir it, stir it, stir it, and get ready to start again. It's so simple, but I tell you, the kids love it, love it, love it. In fact, just a couple of days ago, my little five-year-old, we were doing it, and then she wanted to plant a garden on my back. And so she was doing it, and she was telling me these different parts of it. And um, she has some special needs with her language, and but it was so cute as she was saying, I'm scratching, I'm I'm planting the garden and planting the seeds <laughs> and doing it. And oh my goodness, it felt so good. No wonder the kids love it so much. Anyone loves their back scratched. So that's just a fun little connection thing that you can do with your children. Okay, the next ripple out is um, to influence our extended family, community, and world. Okay, our outreach can go out as far and wide as we are willing to put ourselves. We are meant to be a light to the world and share that light with others. There was a time in my life when I studied many great leaders and statesmen from throughout the world. These were individuals who truly had made an impact in the world for the better. One such individual I studied was Mahatma Gandhi. He said, be the change you want to see in the world. He lived his life this way. Once we identify our gifts, talents, and passions, it is really incumbent upon us to share those with the people that we love and spread it as far and wide as we desire. A great leader is one who sees the world the way it is, sees it the way it should be, and then has the courage to step up and stand in the middle to bridge that gap and says, here I am. I can help bridge this gap. I think of people such as Martin Luther, Gandhi, Martin Luther King Jr., Winston Churchill, Joan of Arc, Mother Teresa, Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, and so many others. As long as our lives are aligned, we will feel peace and use our talents and strengths for good. I have seen others who want to change the world for the better, but then have neglected their most important relationships with spouse and children, and then resentment and discontent builds up. I certainly have not been perfect in this, but strive to have these areas aligned. No matter how much good we do in the world, if our primary relationships are broken, we won't be as effective as we could be or find the meaning and fulfillment that we desire. So a couple of ideas for community and world is simply be a good neighbor, get involved in your school, you know, reach out beyond yourself. One thing I did several years ago is I had moved to a new community 
And after a while, I really desired to have deeper relationships and friendships, and I felt a little lonely. And I thought, if I'm feeling this, I'm sure other women are as well. What is personal is universal. So I decided to start a group called Suddenly Salad, and it was just a lunch group. And I reached out to my neighbors, and I said, I would love to connect with you. And I invited them to my home. I said, bring a salad topping. So I, I provided the greens, a couple sides, and they just brought the topping and came. It was Suddenly Salad. It was just for an hour, and then we would just connect. We started doing this monthly, and then I decided to, to have a theme for each month, like come share what your favorite book is and why, you know? Or how did you meet your spouse? Or just different things where we could share a little bit of our stories. It is our stories that connect us together. That was really a beautiful experience. And it actually evolved into me creating what's called the Vibrant Living Academy, which is a community of women where we focus on nourishing our bodies, hearts, minds, and, minds, and souls, and discovering our purpose and passion and sharing those gifts. So I wanted to help these women share their gifts. So in the academy, we allow women to come and share their voices. We would hold monthly classes and give, give women a platform. And I took it online and we've had events and retreats and it's just, it's grown from there. But it's been a beautiful, beautiful experience to connect with others. Okay, so I hope this has been beneficial about the ripples of influence. And as always, I want to give you a fun activity to do this week. Okay, so take a look at the five ripple areas in your life and evaluate how you are doing in each of these areas. Are they aligned? Do they match with your values? If not, create some action items in each area to give them the proper attention and alignment they deserve. Remember the ripple effect. Each area represents a ripple, and in order to have further outreach, we must have our inner areas and circles in order. And those ripples are our source, our God. The second one is our self, taking care of that, our own needs. Third is our spouse, if we're married. Fourth is our children. And fifth is our like, extended family, community, and world. Thank you, my friends, for joining me today. If you like this podcast today, I think you'd enjoy my book, Seven Steps to Vibrant Living. You deserve to find joy now. You can find it on Amazon. And also, I'm going to give a little plug. I do retreats, and I've got one planned in Hawaii in April. So if you want to join me, we only we have limited spots available, but I invite you to come with us to Hawaii and have an amazing experience at our Vibrant Living Health and Healing Retreat, where we'll have an amazing adventures but also do the good personal work where we're going to focus on the body heart mind and spirit every day i can give you more information if you're interested in that you can reach out to me thank you my friends and have a wonderful wonderful week love you